Good morning. It is Sunday the 1st of August 2021. I am ZM and this week's text on the white pube is a review of Kamara Taylor's show, A Rant, A Reel, at Qubit. And it is the third part of Languid Hand's curatorial programme there called No Real Closure. I think there is something so tender, soft and vulnerable in showing at an in-between. Stopping point when the river rushing around you pauses, if only for a moment. I went to see a rant, a reel, Kamara Taylor's show at Qubit and the third part of Languid Hand's programme there called No Real Closure. As you walk in, there are four classic classic landscape paintings laid out across the floor. The frames are high-lipped and they have pools of water collecting in them. Ripples tremble across gently as you walk around. The paintings are by Robert S. Duncanson, an African-American painter from the 1800s. There's a big blue wall at the far end and behind it a slide projector flips through old photographs of black students at the University of Edinburgh in the 1900s to 1950s. The back of the wall is MDF beige and there are three pages stuck up on it, a bit above eye level. One is an annotated A4 printout with Nina Simone lyrics and two other quotes I can't place. The second looks like it has been torn from a book with a murky green print pressed over top. It goes scrunchy and crackly by the text, but I can just make out something about the race riot on the Clyde and the words burn it the fuck down, start again. The third is the print with a thick white border. There are a couple of other bits stuck up on the walls around the room at different points. A British library booklet of no abolition of slavery or the universal empire of love by James Boswell. A poem from 1791 in which Boswell mocks prominent abolitionist figures like William Wilberforce and suggests a pro-slavery argument. That's nailed up on a wall, unopenable. A zoomed all the way in, um, sorry, a zoomed all the way out. Gmail Fred sits in a light pine frame. Opposite, a gold Zippo lighter sits in a frame too. It's engraved in fancy cursive writing that reads, Noodles who also rave for abolition. Two dark, shiny pages of text. Too glossy to read clearly, but the text is tumbling and aching about wanting to do these daring, defiant acts. Lure a man to a house and rob him. Throw a book at a racist teacher. Dance in the snow. It is obscured by the strips of light from the window overhead. Five frames overhead too. Two black and white photos. And three one-liners with a word blocked out. On the very bottom of the teal blue wall, there is a very small, very discreet classical painting stuck right out of eyeline. As I made my way back home, this show felt like a buzzing hum way back in the base of my head. Between all those points, I felt myself slipping against the surface of it. Like there were seven things on a table and I had to figure out how they knew each other, how they related and fit together. So 
That's the tone I want to take on for this review. I want to link those things up, like join the dots. I'm going to line up some things on the table. From the handout. Kamara Taylor is an artist based in Glasgow. The show is a paused screen that's popped out of their ongoing research that that uses silt and the process of desilting as both metaphor and methodology to examine Scotland's intimate entanglement and key roles in the development of the current global order. If we think about art as a method of speaking, uttering or voicing, this exhibition is figured in registers that elide detection, provide cover, networked modes of refusal that don't necessarily engage in a direct speaking back or to power, but rather a talking elsewhere. That low register, that buzzing hum rumbling away, is part of a wider considered movement to handle the speech of exhibition making. The works in the exhibition are gestures, experiments and nods to these slippery histories and their contemporary manifestations. 1. Silt slash desilting. 2. Cover, off-centre. 3. Gesture. In an interview alongside the handout, Kamara speaks about the specific history of Glasgow, the Clyde and building empire. They speak about how the Clyde was desilted, widened so that ships could unload further inland. This physical transformation turned Glasgow into the world's centre for shipbuilding, the second city of empire. Ships would go from Glasgow straight through the North Sea on a fast track to the Americas and avoid Europe and its landlocked complexity. In softer, implicit ways, this physical process transformed Glasgow as a city, as a port city, as an industrial city with complex infrastructure and economic capacity. It is also a physical process that has a harder, visible and lasting transformation. On Google Earth, you can see the the river has been widened. It is explicitly visible as a scar. What if you slowed down your your breathing and mirrored the movements? Silt and desilting as a process of widening, physical transformation, mass movement and collection. What if this was a strategy or a filter to push things through? Pause screen and push research through this filter to widen it, us, your own thinking. Ah, then exhibition becomes an active site, a process of thinking through display. More things on the table. Four, Robert F. Duncanson and romantic landscape painters and the construction of the countryside as an image, as an imagined space. Five, William Davidson slash the son of the Scottish Attorney General of Jamaica and a black woman who was executed in 1820 for his alleged role in the Cato Street conspiracy, an attempt to assassinate the Prime Minister and his cabinet. Kamara uses the phrase mobile figures, those single individuals that slide about through history that pop up as exception and notable figure. They say, 
Exploring the lives of these mobile figures became an entry point, finding records of everyday people, history from below. 6. British Honduran slash Belizean forestry workers who were stationed in Scotland during World War II. 7. On, on and on, collecting, relating, sitting with it, pausing. Hmm. How can art engage with history? I feel like that is such a loaded and febrile question, especially now, especially as a political question. But remove that. What is art capable of doing in relation to history? Does it have to be a tool, a way to construct narrative, linear, productive? Does it have to be a buckle, a staple, holding things together? I think in this show, art is a container. If I want to link the things up, like join the dots, then I am only joining them together with the wave of my hand, with a gesture. I'm not leaving any marks, I'm only pointing. Like a critical vessel through which other shapes are warped, pressure is released and things can be held closer to us. No longer just history, or object to interpret, understand. Now it's got character for you to meet on level terms, palpable atmosphere to move through, experience or relate to. It, whatever it is, can be transformed, widened. Ah, ah, ah. Exhibition can be soft. Midpoint. Art can be liquid. Maybe that is what theorists mean when they talk about art as an expanded field. Tender and melting. This show feels like the antidote to the gallery-related stress I keep writing around. I am not that bothered by the idea of traipsing about to look at finished articles, but There is something so precious about seeing work when it isn't quite polished or conditioned and not even meant to be. Like a baby's head, how the skull is still soft at the top, still waiting to harden and form. It makes me want to move slowly and carefully. It makes me want to whisper. I think before the pandemic, I'd have looked at this in between and said, ah, yes, I love it when artists play with opacity. (laughs) Like this tender indefinite state was a wall to stop up against, a line to toe and not push past without being rude. I was happily wrong and I shudder at the goodness I missed because there is something worthwhile, textural, sticky and liquid in turning on the spot, arranging what you've got on you into an assembly that makes sense in the moment. I so felt and intuited. It throws up so many possibilities. I'm glad to find these things to wash over me. Glad I don't know what it is, what to call it all. I'm happy to have a looser grip. No end point. Palpability. Liquid sprawling.